Hello and welcome to my brand new show. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. This is Coach Dr. Thomasine Pickens from the Real Life Coaching Center and I'm going to start coming on every week to bring you all motivation, inspiration, and information. I am so excited about this opportunity and this platform. So start getting ready. When you hear me, come on. Grab your pen, grab your notebook, and grab your Bible, and we're going to have a great time. You're going to walk away feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to do this thing called life. And my company motto is to live your life on purpose. If you do not like your life, guess what? Change it. And that's what I'm here to help you do. As your coach, I will empower you and motivate you and push you into your purpose. I'll push you to the place that you were created and designed to be. Oh, I'm looking forward to spending quality time with you all every week right here on my brand new podcast. Thank you and I'll talk to you soon. Blessings. Welcome to Redefining You with Life Coach Dr. Thomasine Pickens. This is my weekly inspirational moments, and I'm excited to be here today. I am a minister, business coach, life coach, comedian, and so much more. And I'm having a leadership class that I'm going to start training. It's going to be actually online leadership training, and it will be every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I'm looking for business leaders that need assistance. You're still in corporate America. You may be in a team lead, work director position, a supervisor, or a manager, and you just have not received the training that you need. I want to help you with that. I want to train you and get you prepared for corporate America, prepared for your company so that you can go above and beyond of their expectations. One of the things I have found out, I've been in corporate America over way over 23 years. And one of the things that I found out is that they will offer you the position, but many times they will not train you so that you can keep the position. I'll say that again. They will offer you the position and promote you to the position, but many times they won't train you so that you can keep the position. And that's something I want to start doing through my uh, coaching practice, the Real Life Coaching Center. I want to help you to be the very best at your nine to five and to go above and beyond of their expectation so that you can add value to your company, so that you can add value to those around you. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the difference in someone being loyal to you in the workplace and someone just being an opportunist. Uh, Many times we get confused as leaders, as supervisors, managers, and team leads, and we think that people in the workplace are truly uh, loyal to us. We think that they are truly just supporting us in every way and that they really have our back and they're looking out for what's best for us because that's what we're doing. We have the heart to help the people, but many times we will find out that the people don't have the heart to help us. And so you have to know that there is truly a difference in someone who is loyal to you 
and someone who's just thirsty for an opportunity. And, and let me define it for you today so that I can help you out so that you will no longer be confused about those in the workplace who are really just out there for them. They're out there for themselves. They're not trying to help you. They're just doing what they need to do so that they can create a platform for themselves. And when you're dealing with an opportunist, you have to understand that at any given time, they will throw you under the bus. So it's very important that you understand and, and be able to identify these people up front uh, so that you can handle them accordingly, okay? And so a loyal person is someone who is honest, they're respectful, and they're faithful. They're faithful to you as their manager, they're faithful to the company, and they consistently go above and beyond with no, no motives except to be able to put themselves in a position of, of higher increases and possible um, promotion. But other than that, they're not out to hurt you, they're not out there to harm you, and they're not trying to betray you. They are truly loyal to you and the company. Now, when you run into loyal people in the, in, in the companies, in the corporate world, you will find out that those loyal people will be also loyal to you outside of the company, outside of the workplace. And so as you go to different companies and you have opportunities to bring in additional people in your new, in your new company, if you choose to, those are the loyal people you want to reach back and you want to grab and you want to make them a part of your new organization. Those are the people that you can truly trust. Those are the people that you can truly grow with and help them as they help you to succeed and move on to your next adventure. And so loyalty is, is something that should always, always, always be rewarded. We should reward people for being loyal. Now, we do expect it as a manager. I expect everyone on my team to be loyal. However, I'm going to reward those that are truly that truly are loyal because I have found over my 20-something years of, of being in management that not everyone on your team is loyal. Not everyone that's riding with you or for you. You have to understand that up front. That will keep you from being hurt, being offended, and it affecting your growth as a leader. Because we have to lead everyone, expecting them to be loyal, but knowing that not everyone will be loyal. Now let's talk for a moment about an opportunist. This is a person that exploits circumstances just to gain immediate advantage rather than being, a, being guided by consistent principles or a plan. The opportunist is the person that just looks for an opportunity to jump in there and to make their name great. They don't care about you. They're really not concerned about the company. They're just what I like to call thirsty. They're thirsty for a career. They're thirsty for promotion and they're thirsty to have their name out there. Now you have to be careful when you're dealing with an opportunist because an opportunist will throw you under the bus, as we like to say in corporate America. They'll make you look bad just so they can look good. And when someone new comes into the picture, they will push you to the side to again, take the lead as an opportunist 
and connect to the other person. So you may think you're dealing with someone who is loyal to you, someone who's dedicated to you and the vision that you have and the and the way that you're moving your company or your department. But actuality, it may be a person that's just an opportunist and they're just looking for the next person that could take them to their next level. An opportunist is a very dangerous person because we see opportunists as being burglars. What do a burglar do? They look for an opportunity to break into your home. They look for you to be away. They normally, when someone normally burglarized your home, they normally have watched you for a while. It's not normally someone who just comes into your neighborhood and just comes straight to your house. It's normally someone who has watched your pattern. Uh, it could even be someone who's been nice to you. It could be someone that's a uh, uh, part of your family or you know a good friend of the family. Someone who's watched you and they've learned your routine and they see an opportunity to do something against you and they do it. So an opportunist is a very dangerous person. Now, let me talk to those of you in the workplace that sometimes you get confused as a team member, if you should be loyal or if you should just look for the next opportunity. You should always be loyal because loyalty leads to faithfulness. Faithfulness leads to blessings and so much more. You always want to be loyal to people no matter what. You want to do a great job. You want to get in there and you want to figure things out for them. You always want to make your leaders look great because your leaders can then turn around and make you look, you look great. And so you always want to be that person that can be trusted, that person that is honest, that person that is faithful, and that person that they could, they know that they're not going to run off with their idea and take it to someone else. Now, an opportunist will take your idea and they'll run off to someone else and they'll give that next person, that next company, that next organization, your big idea. They're just looking for the person who's going to pay them the most money. They're looking for the, the, the person who will say, hey, if you know something, give me that information and I'll pay you X number of dollars. An opportunist is the person that is very selfish. They're only out for what they can get and they don't care about anyone else. So they are truly a very dangerous person. And the only way you can really uh, see the differences in a person is if you spend time truly listening to them, listening to their values, listening to their heart, and just watching them on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, an opportunist can be turned around. They can, You can help them. That's a good coaching moment. It's a good uh, opportunity to help them see that opportunists don't go far in life. You want to help them understand that it's very important that they become someone that's loyal and trustworthy, someone that, that you can depend on. An opportunist is not a person you can depend on. It's not someone you can trust. Again, they're just looking out for themselves and they're looking to find that next move that will make their name great. Not the organization, not the department, and certainly not yours. And so I'm, I'm doing this, this workshop because I really believe, like I said, I have a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, and a lot of information to help people so that they can build a better team and they won't get caught with what I like to call cutthroat people, people that are there to just take from them and not to give back. You need these people in your life. You need loyal people in your life in every area of your life. 
Watch out for thirsty people. And I'm talking to even entrepreneurs. You may have someone that seems to be so close to you and they call you and, and they're always there for you, it seems. But when you truly need them, if they're not there for you, that is a little check in my spirit that perhaps they're an opportunist. They're only there when it's convenient for them. That's a sign for me. That's a red flag that they only come around when it's convenient for them. But when it's convenient for you, for you, they're nowhere around. A person that operates in a spirit of loyalty, a loyal person, they'll be around at the midnight hour. They'll be around when they don't even feel like being around. They will be there when they have other things to do, but they're loyal to you. They're loyal to your cause and they're loyal to where you're going. Therefore, they'll make time for you. They'll spend time helping you no matter what. No matter what, the person that is loyal will always be there. So it's, it's really important that we understand the difference between having someone around you, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's your business or at the company that you work for. It's very important to understand if they're loyal or if they're just an opportunist seeking that next move. Um, again, loyal people, please hear me when I tell you, wait your turn, your time will come. If As long as you are, you are being faithful to someone, God will always bless you. He will open up a door for you. He'll give you an opportunity that you never, ever imagined. But never be so thirsty for a position. Never be so thirsty for money that you will betray people, that you will come against the very ones that have helped you, that have nurtured you, that have shown you the way. Never be so thirsty for an opportunity that you will betray the ones that helped you get to where you are today. And I, I've seen that over the years in corporate America so many times, the ones that you pour into the most will generally be the ones that turn around. And as soon as they find an opportunity to disconnect, an opportunity to um, throw you under the bus, an opportunity to tarnish your name, they will do it if it means that they can make their name great. So it's very key as a leader to know those who are among you. The Bible tells us that. The Bible says, know those who labor among you. And God truly wants us to have an understanding of everyone that's trying to be connected to us. It's so vitally important that we have the wisdom to, to, to know who's really for us and to truly know who's really against us. You have to have the wisdom and the Holy Ghost to know the difference because there will be people that will come in your, into your life just to take. And then there are people that are coming into your life to give. You need the people that are coming into your life to give. And then you could turn around and be a blessing to them and give back to them. But people that are all, always in your life just to take, 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 those are the people that you have to be aware of. You have to watch them and you have to be a careful around them because they're just thirsty for success and they're, and they're too hungry to do it the right way. So they do it the way that I like to call it the illegal way. 
because they don't do it the right way. They do it the wrong way. They don't do it God's way. They do it man's way. And they try to betray people. They try to do all kind of evil th evil things to you. So I want you to reach out to me and find out how you can be a part of my group every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We will be on Zoom. And I'm going to teach you what your company is afraid to tell you. I'm going to teach you what many businesses will not say because they're afraid that they'll get sued. They're afraid that someone will think poorly of them or they just don't want you to be strong enough to go to that next level. So I'm going to train you. I'm going to take my time. Uh, it'll be about an hour every Thursday. So come prepared with your notepad and your pen. And I want you to come with questions. I want you to come write it down, take great notes and ask great questions. But I'm going to train you on how to handle difficult team members, bosses, and so much more. We're even going to have a segment where we do role playing. So if you have a difficult conversation that you, you need to have with your boss or someone that you work with, we'll be able to sit down and role play and I'll be able to help you have that difficult conversation. Um, to register for this, it's only $75 per month and you attend as long as you feel it's necessary. I'm not saying that this is a group that you want to be in for the rest of your life, but it's definitely a group that you really want to consider sitting down and spending time in this group for at least six months so that I can train you right and give you the tools, techniques, and strategies to become the best leader in your organization and your business. I want to help you go further than you ever imagined. I want to give you the strategies, the tools, and the techniques to become a better you so that you can succeed in all areas of your life and do what many only dream about doing. So, Inbox me for more information or reach out to me. My number, you can go to the group and you can see the number to the business and reach out and give me a call and we can get you set up today so that you can start working on you and investing in yourself to become the best leader that is necessary in your industry in this hour. I thank you for your time. And again, follow me every week right here on this box podcast and I'll be giving you information and revelation and motivation to keep you inspired so you can continue to do this thing called life. Thank you for joining me today and God bless you. Welcome to Journey of Faith with Pastor T from San Antonio, Texas. Greetings everyone. This is Dr. Thomasine Pickens with Journey of Faith out of San Antonio, Texas and I have a powerful word for you all today. Oh my goodness, I'm excited and delighted to be here with you all today. And the word that God has dropped into my spirit will bless your life tremendously. I would like for you to join me every Sunday evening at 3.30 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on Homecoming Gospel Radio Station. And it is going to be powerful and exciting. Let me give you the word for today. Jeremiah 29 and 13. The word says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Hallelujah. We have to seek God with everything. As we go into 2020, 
one. We have to go in with the right mindset. We have to go in with the right attitude. We have to go into 2021 truly trusting and believing that God is who he said he is. We have to go in as we talked last week, having that unstoppable faith. And this week we have to go in seeking God with everything that is within us. We have to seek him. We have to praise him. We have to worship him and honor him. God has so much for his children. And in this hour, we have to position ourselves to receive what God has for us. Oh my, I have a word for you today that is going to bless you. I remember a time when I was not seeking God for the right reasons. I was seeking God because I simply was afraid that if I didn't seek him, he would get me. I, I, I didn't have the right mindset. And when I found out that when you desire to have a relationship with the Lord, when you have a hunger from the inside, from your heart to be with the Father, that that changes everything. He's no longer scary, but he's actually someone you look forward to being in the presence of. I now love being in the presence of God, where before I did it out of guilt and out of fear. And now it is an honor and a privilege to get up every day seeking him with my whole heart. That means when you seek God with a whole heart, that means you forgive those that have come up against you. You forgive those that may have betrayed you. You forgive those who may not be saying nice things about you. You forgive them. Why? Because God has forgiven us of all of our sins. It doesn't mean that you have to go back and reconnect to them, but you do have to forgive them. We have to go to the Lord with a, a pure heart and clean hands. As he tells us in Psalms 51, I have to ask him daily to create in me a pure heart so that my heart is right before God. When your heart is right before God, God, there's nothing that can stop the call of God on your life, the will of God for your life when your heart is right with God. So we have to desire to seek him. We have to desire to find him. God is wherever we are. He is omnipresent and he can be with all of us at the exact same time. So we're not bothering God when we go to God. We're not bothering God when we call on his name. We're not bothering God when we're seeking his face. Don't just seek the hand of God, but seek God's face. That means don't just go to God for what you can get. Go to God because that's how he created us. He created us. Remember when he created Adam and Eve, he created them because he wanted to be in relationship with them. And nothing has changed. God still wants to be in a relationship with each and every one of us. So when you're seeking him, you're going to find him. When you call on his name, he's going to respond. When you lift your hands, he's going to be there to surround with his angels all around you. God is going to be there to love on you, to hold you up, to keep you in the midst of, of trials and tribulations. God will be there when things look rough and things look hard. He says, I will never forsake you. I'll never leave you, nor shall I forsake you. And God means just that. So we have to want to, we have to desire to seek him. God is not the type that's going to make you seek him. He understands that he is good. Amen. God is good. He is good. He knows he is super fantastic. So he's not going to force us, but we should automatically have a desire 
to be in the presence of God, not just on Sunday and not just for Bible study, but we should desire to be with God each and every day of our life. I challenge each one of you to spend two hours and 40 minutes per day with the Lord. That's 10% of your day. Spend two hours and 40 minutes with him every single day and watch and see won't your life increase. Within that two hours and 40 minutes every day, you can worship him. You can read your Bible. You can watch sermons on TV. You can just talk to people, encourage them, and, and let them know how much God loves them. But spend two hours and 40 minutes seeking him every day, talking to him, worshiping him, and praising him every single day. And watch and see, doesn't your life completely change for the good? Oh my God has something super fantastic for you in 2021. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. God is going to do some amazing things for each and every one of us. I've got to seek him with my everything. Today's sermon, if I haven't told you, is seek him like you never sought after him before. Seek him like you've never sought after him before. You, you may say, well, Pastor T, you know, I've gone to church before and I just didn't feel anything. And I, I want to challenge you today. I, I'm, I'm, I want to challenge you today and tell you, I want to encourage you, Accept this challenge and take the two hour and 40 minute challenge and spend time with God and watch and see won't your relationship with God improve? Won't it get better than ever before? I'm telling you, when the Lord saved me, um, I, one of the things that he saved me, oh my God, I went to God so many times and I ran from him and then I would go back to him. And when I went back to him in 1996 and, and I said, God, I need you. God, if this thing called life is not going to work out for me, I'm just tired of it. I just can't keep doing it. And I sought after God. I purchased the Bible and I read everything in red because I knew that I had not been the best person that I could be. And I was simply amazed that God would love someone like me. Somebody on here today that's listening to this broadcast, you're wondering the same thing. How can God love someone like you? Well, let me tell you how he can love someone like you because he created you. You are his child. That's the thing about God. When we mess up, we're still his children. God never walks away from us. He, He'll allow us to go through some things and, and he'll get on us, but God will never walk away from us. As Look, as long as you call on his name and as long as you're trying to get back to his mercy and his grace, the only way uh, God will walk away from you is if you curse the spirit of the Lord and you walk away yourself. But God is still going to be there waiting on you to come back to him because he has some great things in store for each and every one of his children. I believe that with everything that is within me, God has some amazing things for you. You have to get in position to hear what God has to say for you in this hour. Stop running from God and run to God. You know, many times when we go through various things, we try to run from him. And God says, in this hour, I want you to run to me. Come to me because I have something for you. I'm going to completely change your life and put you in the place that you never thought God would put you. Eyes have not seen. I'm telling y'all, ears have not heard what God has in store for those that truly seek him in this season. 
Don't get caught up in what you hear on the news, but get caught up in God's word and in the revelation of God's word. God is going to give you the truth and God will tell you what's about to go down before it even happens because God does not want any of us to get caught off guard. So you have to seek him with everything. You have to be in his presence. You can't run from God. And when you seek him with your heart and with everything that is within you, God will be in the midst. The Bible says where two or more are gathered in his name, he shall be in the midst. God is with us right now and he's speaking to each and every one of us. He's speaking to our hearts and God is saying, come back to me. Come closer than you've ever been before. Don't be afraid of me. Don't run away from me, but come and let me give you rest. Come and let me speak to your hearts. Come because I have something for you. Come because I am your creator. I, he is the Omega. He's the Alpha and the Omega. God is the beginning and the end. There is nothing that we can do without God, but with God, we can do everything. Amen, somebody. We can do everything. Uh, we're coming from Jeremiah 29 and 13. There is nothing that God will withhold from those that truly love him and are truly and earnestly seeking him. Seek God when you don't understand what's going on. Seek God when your world is upside down. Seek God when everything is right in your life. When 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 the money's right, the, the, the family's right, your mind is right, still seek God. And when things are upside down, seek God. We should seek him all the time. Many times we go to God when we need something and we need to be with him all the time. If you will stay with God all the time, you won't have to keep running back to God because he'll be there all the time waiting on you. Amen. God is waiting on us just to tell him what it is that we need. I tell you, I appreciate each and every one of you for joining this show will be on every Sunday. Uh, again, I am Dr. Thomasine Pickens from San Antonio, Texas. I'm also a, a personal life career and transitional coach, and I have a weekly mentorship class. Uh, we have classes on Wednesday, and then we have workshops on Saturday. Uh, you can get that information for me by calling in to me at 877-726-2248. I'll give you my number again, 877-726-2248. Four, eight, and, and schedule an appointment with me and I'll give you all the necessary information. I want to do life with you. I want to help you to live your life on purpose and live the life that God created for you. I know as we go through this journey of life, Many times we, we, we get confused and we get distracted and, and we get off track, but I want to help you to get back on the track that God has for you so that you can finish all the assignments that God has single-handedly selected for you to finish. Uh, before you came to the earth realm, God had an assignment on your life and God has some things for you to do. Nobody else can do it but you. So join me here on Sundays and join my groups on Wednesday and on Saturday. Uh, I, like I said, I'm with the Real Life Coaching Center and also Real Work Ministry and, and the coaching aspect of it, the business. I am a believer, so everything is, is a, based on God's word. I can't do anything without the word of God. God's word is our foundation. And that's where many people go wrong. They try to do business and leave God out of the business. And if you leave God out of anything, it will will simply not work. And so I encourage you to get connected to people, even in the business realm, get connected to people who believe in God, who's not afraid to say that they believe in God and who live a life that is, that is, um, 
that glorifies him. Uh, we have to make sure that our lives glorify him. That doesn't mean we're not going to make any mistakes, but that does mean that when we do make a mistake, we're going to quickly repent and get back in place and get back in position and continue our journey with God. Oh, it is a delight to be here with you all. And I'm so excited that the sermons that are going to be coming forth will truly bless your life. Please write into us. Um, my mailing address is PO Box 760642, San Antonio. Texas 78245. I'll give that to you again. You can write into us at P.O. Box 760642, San Antonio, Texas 78245, and we will respond back to you. Thank you so much for being a part of my life, being a part of my journey. It is such an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys and speaking the truth, God's word. Seek him. Seek God in every area of your life. You cannot, you can't just seek him in one area. You have to seek him in every area, in your health, in your wealth, in your relationships, in your mindset. You have to keep God first in everything. And when you keep him first, when you make God first, I promise you, when you make him first, he will bless everything in your life. When you make him first, when you give him that two hours and 40 minutes a day, I promise you, God will speak to you like you have never imagined. God will show you some things that you never thought he would show you. God will do some things just for you because you trusted him and you're believing in him. Oh my God, I just thank you, Lord God, from the bottom of my heart for using us for a time as this. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for being who you are. Thank you, Lord God, for, for being everything that we need, Father God. Lord, we just exalt you right now. We praise you and we honor you, Father God. We love you, Lord God. Pull us closer to you, Father God. Teach us how to love you on a whole nother level, Lord God. Teach us how to seek you on a whole nother level, Lord God. Father God, we give you the praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to Redefining You with Life Coach Dr. Thomasine Pickens. Thank you for joining my podcast today. I have a question for you all. What are you waiting for? I'll ask that question again. What are you waiting for? I'll ask it a third time. What are you waiting for? Why have you not bought that house why have you not bought that new car? Why have you not started that new business? Why have you not gone back to college? Why have you not written the book? Why have you not applied for that super fantastic job that you've always desired to have? Why have you not stepped out on faith to do the things that you were created and called to do? Why have you not done what you needed to do to get to your next level, your next realm in life. What's blocking you? What's stopping you? What's hindering you? What are the things that are keeping you from truly living a magnificent life? And guess what? You get to define what that is. So that's what I want to talk about today. What are you waiting for? I know for many years, there were different things that I was waiting on throughout my life, different business opportunities. And, and the number one thing I can honestly say that I was waiting for was help. I was waiting for someone to show me how to do it. I was waiting for the right trainer, the right mentor, the right person to guide me and lead me into the areas of the things that I needed to do. And along my journey, I would find people here and there and they would give me a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But I never found that person until 2019 that really gave me 
the information that I needed in order to do what I wanted to do. And so along the way, a lot of people came into my life, but they did not give me the tools nor the techniques that I needed to do what it was that I wanted to do. So what I was waiting for was help. What I was waiting for was someone who could see my vision, see my dreams, and help me take it to a whole nother level, a whole nother place. And so I want to encourage you today, whatever it is that you're missing, write it down. Because had I sought after the help that I needed quicker, I would have been in place and in position a lot sooner than I was. I started my coaching practice. I, I got my certification in 2011. And my desire at that time was to turn this into a full-time position for myself. That was the plan. And I was going to work this business and come step away from corporate America. And I never got to the place where I needed this business to be. And so I kind of, I used the, the techniques. I used the training that I had received. I used all of that in my everyday life. I used it with my children. I'm a, a, a manager in corporate America, so I used it in the workplace. I have a prison ministry, so I used some of the techniques in the prison system. I used it everywhere that I went. Um, and I did some one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I did not grow the business the way I dreamt it would grow. And so I had to be real with myself and I had to be honest with myself and I had to ask myself this question. What are you waiting for? You're getting older. What are you waiting for? When are you going to do this? Are you never going to do it? Is this going to be one of those things you just take to your grave? Like, oh, well, something I wanted to do, but I never did it. What are you waiting for? What is it that you need? And when the Lord connected me to this, this powerful woman of God in 2019, I began to put my plan in place and I was able to see my vision more clearly. Things start connecting. Now, keep it mind, I'm sure I met her way sooner than 2019, but it was at that moment that I was hungry enough. I was thirsty enough to fulfill my dreams. It took me going through numerous disappointments for me to get to that place of saying, I want my own business. It took a lot of things happening that I did not like, having to go through a lot of uncomfortable situations to get to the point where I wanted my own. And so I'm asking you today, what are you waiting for? Maybe you don't want to do a business full-time, but maybe you want to do it part-time. Maybe you want a business that you only operate three or four times a year. There are seasonal businesses. Maybe you just want an extra income every now and then, and that would connect to your seasonal business. Maybe there's something you only need to do four times a year, and you only trying to generate an extra 20000 a year. And so it's not something you have to do every day. And I have found that there's a lot of things that we can put together and put in place that I don't have to work it every single day. I can work it however I need to, depending upon the amount of money I'm trying to generate from that dream. And so as your coach, I want to offer you my services to help you so that you don't have to do like me and put your dreams on hold from 2011 to 2019 and not work it the way you envisioned it to be worked. And along the way, I will have to admit, I did get discouraged. There was times when I just, I just didn't understand why I had put in so much money, so much effort into this dream, and I was not reaping a harvest. I was not getting anything back 
from it. And so I had to go back to God and say, Lord, did you give me this or is this something I dreamt up on my own? And God started showing me how I was not using it the way he designed for me to. So many times when we're going through things in life, we get discouraged. Can we be open and transparent about that? I'll be the first to say, there was times when I got discouraged because my business wasn't growing as fast as I wanted it to. People were in and out. You know, sometimes I would do a podcast or I would do a workshop and only a few people would show up. Sometimes no one would show up. And one of the things that the Lord gave me was, he gave me the ability to no matter if anyone was in the room, in the Zoom room on Facebook or not, to teach it as if it was full. And I also do that in my ministry. When I go into the various prisons, sometimes depending on turnout, depending on what's going on, depending on the unit, if they know me or not, sometimes I would have, when I first started out, um, now I've been you know, consistent and they know me, so now they come out. But before they knew me, um, I was just a name. And believe it or not, in the prison, they don't just run out because you're there. They have to know, you know, is this a person of God? Is this, you know, these various different things? And they want to know, who are you? And so when I first started, um, it, I didn't know anyone there. They didn't know my name. And I started out with very few people in a class. I think I had started out with 20 and we dwindled down to 10 because they got transferred out. Some was released, just different things happened. And we dwindled down. And then someone went and started telling other people about me. And oh my goodness, she brings the real word and she's just open and honest. And then people started seeking me out, asking, when are you starting another class? How can I become a part of what you're doing? And through that, I ended up, gaining a reputation and a name of preaching the gospel and keeping it real, keeping it 100 with them. And they began to come to the services. And then the audience grew to hundreds of people. I mean, literally hundreds. Um, there was one time where I was having to turn people away because it was not enough room to hold them all. And so we were having to turn them away. But God began to really send the people Oh my God, he was sending them and they were hungry for the word and they wanted the real word. But when I look back over my life and I said, Lord, how did that happen? And it was consistency. I did not get discouraged when it was not a lot of people there. I did not get discouraged. It was sometimes I would go and they wouldn't let them out for various reasons. And so I would have no one in the service. And I remember this one Sunday, a guard said, hey, I don't know if we're going to be able to turn them out. Do you want to go ahead and counsel? And I said, no, I'm not going to counsel. I will stay here for the duration of my service because God is going to bless me for staying in place and in position. You have to get that. Please understand that. And so there was times when they would not allow anyone to come, but I would stay either inside the prison in the classroom or I would stay in the vicinity for the duration of the time. And whatever my service time was supposed to be, I would stay in that area. And then when the time was up, I would leave because I was showing God that he could trust me and that I would be consistent with what he had given me. Keep in mind with the coaching practice, I just didn't know how to build it. I didn't know how to grow it. So I wasn't consistent, but I had learned with the, with the ministry, I had learned how to do that through, you know, through just the years of experience that I had. I learned how to wait on God. And so I was never a person that cared about numbers. I would preach real hard if it was one person in there. There was a service I had one time and only one person was allowed to come. 
And then they wouldn't let anyone else out. And I preached to that one soul as if it was 10,000 in that room. And everywhere I go, I see an unlimited audience in my mind. And I go for the multitude. I see a, I'm, I see them like when Jesus was feeding the 5,000 men. And you know, there were women and children. And so it was probably a good 25 to 30,000 people. I see the multitude everywhere I go, regardless of how many numbers are there in the natural. I see it in the spirit. And so that's how I'm able to um, to minister and, and do the things that I need to do wherever I go because I truly um, can see the bigger vision now. But it was time when I could not see that bigger vision and I did not know what to do in order to get that in my mind. But over time, God showed me, be consistent, see what you see, what you say, you know, whatever it is that I want to see in life, I have to say it and I have to see it. If I say that I want to see uh, millions of people come to the Lord, that I have to literally see a million people. So say what you want to see. And I started doing that. I started saying it. I started speaking it. I started saying it, speaking it into existence. And then I did not get caught up in the number, but I knew that God had a great work for me to do. Amen. And so that's what you have to do. You've got to take on the mind of the Lord. Don't get caught up in the numbers. Don't be discouraged by the numbers. And, and hear this, don't be encouraged by the numbers either because the enemy will use that. He'll send a whole bunch of people one time and then the next time you won't have very many. And if you get caught up in that large number of people that came that one time, you'll be discouraged when the next time very few show. So don't get caught up in the large numbers either. Keep your mind focused on the multiple and always see the multitude. Amen. Always see the larger number. See the greater works that God has for you to do and stay focused on that. Don't move away from it, but stay focused on what God has asked you to do. Um, God will enlarge your territory when he knows that he can trust you, but he's not going to give you a huge platform if you're not even going to show up. And so he's got to make sure that you are in place and in position. And if you have taken your assignments from him seriously, and if you are truly ready to work the vision and work it no matter what. All right. And so those are some of the things you have to be consistent in your walk. You have to get a mentor that can help guide you, a mentor slash coach that can help guide you and can help you help pull that vision out of you. And that can ask you challenging questions. Why do you want this? What do you want? How do you see yourself receiving it? How do you see yourself obtaining it? What are the tools and the techniques you're, you're willing to use and you're ready to use it and you're ready to learn so that you can? All of those things, amen, all of the, those things um, you have to think about so that you can do what you need to do, all right? It's really important that you just see the vision and you work the vision that God has shown you. Don't try to make it smaller. Don't try to make it bigger, but make it exactly what he showed you it would be. And I know that, you know, there's so many of us that's doing so many great things out here. And I know everyone that's listening to me, you too are doing some great things, but God does want to take us higher. He does want to elevate us. He does want to put us in a position where we can have more influence on people in the world. When I, when I walk around or when I'm out getting gas or in the grocery store, I'm, I'm constantly looking at the people and there are so many people that do not have focus. There's so many people that do not know the next step to take. And I want to be that person that helps them 
Take that next step. Don't be afraid of the step. Let's take that next step. Let's do what we were called and created to do. And let's do it now for the kingdom of God. Let's do it while we have time, while he is, you know, here (laughs) giving us these opportunities. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's even going to happen later on today. And guess what? That's none of our business. But what we do have to be mindful of is that God has given us some work to do and we need to do the work that he has given us. We need to be consistent. We need to be faithful. We need to be focused and we need to get uh, get productive. I was going to say busy, but I call busy being under Satan's joke. So we need to be productive. I have to be productive in all the things that God has given me to do. So one of the things I suggest that you do is write down your dreams, write down your goals, get your plan together, get your calendar and begin to schedule some things. Schedule days when you work on your dreams. I call those dream days. And it's the days that today, right now, I'm doing a lot of recordings. And guess what? This is my dream day where I'm sitting down and I'm working my dream. I'm working my vision and I'm sharing it with the world. And it may be something that you too can share. Uh, Like I said in the beginning of the episode, it may be some of you have um, books to work on and there's ways that you can get that book written in no time at all. And I will help walk you through those steps. It may be that you have um, whatever it is that you're working on. It does not matter what you're working on. You just have to work it. You have to get your plan together and start working it. And so whatever it is that you need to do, whatever it is that you desire to do, I can help you get there. Uh, I'm telling you, there's so much that we need to do. There's so many programs that are needed. There's so much help that's needed for the world today. And God has given us the ability to get it done. He has given us the ability to work on the things that he has called us to do. And I don't want you to be discouraged by it. I want you to be excited about it. I get excited when God gives me work to do. I get excited when he opens up the windows of heaven and pour me out more blessings than I have room to hold. And I get excited when he opens up that same window and pour me out more opportunities, giving me a chance to do what he needs and desires for me to do. Amen. God has given us all different assignments and it's critical that we work it according to his will and his purpose. It's important that we do not allow anything or anyone to discourage us, not even ourselves. Don't allow yourself to be discouraged, but stay focused on what God is asking and needing of you, what he needs you to do and what he desires for you to do. God is so, he is so magnificent. God is so awesome and God is so wonderful. And I want you to take that with you tonight. How awesome and amazing God is. The things that he would have you to do. He has some awesome things that he needs his children to do. And guess what? He is dependent upon each and every one of us to fulfill the assignments that he has placed on the inside of us. Don't be discouraged in this hour, but be encouraged and be thankful and grateful and honored that God chose you. He could have chosen anyone else in the world, but he chose you. And I don't know about you. I get excited about that, knowing that God could have chose anyone else, but he chose me. He chose someone who came from no name and he's using me for his glory. Amen. He he chose me, who, who a person who was didn't know what was 
what God needed me to do. Didn't know how to walk the way God wanted me to walk. I, I just had so many questions for God. I just didn't know what he even desired for me to do. And yet I was obedient and I did all that I could do according to what I understood. And the things that I did not understand, I did get myself positioned where I could find someone who could help me and could show me the way. I'm, I want to help someone today. I don't want you to have to waste time like I did. I want to help someone today to get in position and to do what God has created you to do, to get excited about the assignment that's upon your life and to do the work that God has for you. Amen. God has some great works for you. Those dreams, trust me, those dreams are coming from God. You didn't dream it on your own. God is sending those dreams into your mind, into your heart, into your spirit. And he's showing you some things that he need only you to do. There's some things that only you can do. There's some things that only you can do on the level that God has given it to you. Someone else may be able to do it, but you can only, you're the only one who can do it on that level. Oh, trust and believe when I say that God is working some things out for us. I, I looked at something today and it says a dream written down with the date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps become a plan. A plan backed by action becomes reality. What are you waiting on? What is that one thing you would love to do? That one thing that you said, I would even do it for free. I just want to do it. What is that thing that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you've been called and created to do? What is that one thing? What is it that you would do in your sleep? What is it that you would wake up in the middle of the night to get it done? What is that one thing that you desire to do more than anything else? That thing that you're so passionate about, that thing that you're so excited about. What is that thing that you would be honored to do for the kingdom of God no matter what? What are you waiting for? God has already put you in position. He's already put you in place to do what he needs you to do. All you have to do is step out on faith and take, you take that one step. And I trust me when I say God will do the rest, but you have to take that step. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? We all have the same number of hours in the day. What is it that you're waiting for? If I can do it, you can do it as well. Let's take this thing called life to a whole nother realm. Let's work it to the best of our abilities and then let God bless it and do the rest. Let's take our businesses. There's people out there waiting on our businesses. They're waiting on us to open the doors and say, hey, here I am. I am in service and I am ready for you. I want to help you. Come on through. What is that one thing? that you would do without even getting paid for it. And I'm going to help you to get paid for it. But what is it that you say, you know what? Even if you didn't pay me, I would love to do it. That was one of the things I did with my coaching practice for so long. I loved coaching people so much. I loved helping people so much that I didn't care about the paycheck. Uh, but then I had to come to the realization of I was given a service and I needed to charge for my service. So those years I was coaching, I just wasn't making the money that I should have made. You know, people would take me to, to dinner, you know, or they would, you know, do little things like that. But I was not being um, really rewarded for the work that I was given. And I was giving them a lot and I was receiving very little. 
And I call all of that a seed that I sowed. In the beginning, some of the people I was experimenting, I was trying the different techniques. I was wanting to make sure that I had the skill set to take it to that next level. And then I just got comfortable in all of that. And I did not build the business the way I was supposed to. So this year, I had to go and renew my DBA, um, the Real Life Coaching Center. And this year, I said, you know what? It's time for me to build this the way God showed me. It's time for me to build my business because I've been silent for too long and people are out there. Some people may have missed some things in life because I wasn't in place and in position to give them the tools and the techniques. God has given me a voice. He has made me an influencer in the world and I need to allow my voice to be heard. You too need to allow your voice to be heard. We need you, woman of God. We need you, man of God. We need you out here helping, getting people where they need to be, loving them unconditionally, and showing them the way, showing them the way that they need to go, encouraging them, pushing them, prophesying to them whatever it takes to get them to that next place. It is our assignment to do it. God is going to use us greatly and mightily. What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for God to say yes? He's already said yes. He's waiting on you to say yes. And he's waiting on you to take the next step. He's waiting on you to move into the things that he has for you. Oh my gosh. I am so excited about the things that God is going to be doing in our lives. You have to take the time every week to work on your dreams. It's critical that we work on our dreams. I'm having to do it and I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Work on your dreams. Work on your vision. Fulfill everything that God has called and created you to fulfill. Don't walk around apologizing, but truly be about the Father's business. Truly get excited about the things that he would have you to do. Amen. Truly. I'm, when I say it, I mean it. Truly do what God has asked you to do. Take note of the things he has shown you and do it for his glory. One of the other things that I'm going to close with this, I was very shy for a very long time. And, and that was one of the other things that kept me in the background because I was so shy. Oh my Lord, I was so shy. And I had to come out of that. I had to come out of that shyness so that God could be glorified. And the way I came out of the shyness was by telling myself, it's not about you. And it wasn't. It was not about me. It was about the people that needed to hear what God had placed in my mouth and in my heart to say. So it wasn't about me. I was limiting their life because I was being selfish and not doing what I needed to do. But it was absolutely not about me. I want you to start telling yourself that. It's not about you. It's about the kingdom of God. It's about doing greater things for God. It's about allowing him to use you like he has never used you before. You have to be serious with this um, call that's upon your life and allow God to do what he needs to do for you. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm so excited about having the opportunity to be used by God, having the opportunity to do what he has called and created me to do. I don't know about you, but I am excited about God 
and him having his way in my life and him moving in my life according to his will and his purpose. I am excited about God. Oh, come on, somebody. Get excited about the assignment that's upon your life. Get excited about this season of your life. Here we are. We're about to enter into 2022. Here we are about to exit out of September, the ninth month, and we're entering into the 10th month, October, which is truly the birthing month. We are about to birth out books. We're about to birth out plays. We're about to birth out music, businesses, daycares. We're about to birth out a lot of things in this hour. Come with me, someone. I want to help you. I want to show you. I want to give you the guidance that you need so that you'll go much faster than I did. I don't want you to have to wait 11 years, 10 years or whatever to fulfill the call of God on your life. I want you to do it right now so that you can live the abundant life that God has for you. It's no more waiting, no more stalling. Let's be about the Father's business and let's do what he has called and created us to do. Amen. And I'm here to help you. So go out to my website, www real life coaching center and sign up. You can do a free one-on-one with me. We can talk through your dreams and your visions. I can give you the guidance that you need so that you can go forth and you can start crushing your dreams and truly living your life on purpose and fulfilling the great call on your life. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to me today. Let's schedule that time and so I can help you and I can work with you. Come on, join me on this journey of life. Allow me to speak into your life and allow me to help you to live the life, the abundant and blessed life that God has for you. I'm excited about it. I really am. I love helping people and I am ready to help you. And so find the time on your schedule. I'll try to accommodate you as much as possible and allow me to help you, allow me to walk with you and to show you the things that you need to do in order to live the magnificent life that God has for you. I am so excited about what God is about to do in our life. So join me on this journey and let's do life together. Amen. So I'll speak to you all soon. I'll speak to you soon. Get out there, schedule some time, get that free 30-minute coaching session with me, and we'll get things organized and we'll get you moving in the right direction. I'll give you the information that you need, whether you want to start an LLC or a corporation. I'll give you the information that you need so that you can make that determination. And also, um, we'll, we'll just get you where you need to be so that you can truly live the abundant, blessed life that you desire to live. Well, our time is up today, but what are you waiting for? The help is here. The help is here, and I'm wanting to help you, and I'm definitely going to help you fulfill the calling on your life and fulfill every dream that's on the inside. My motto is die empty, and that's what I plan to do, and that's what I'm going to help everyone else to do, that every dream you ever had, every thought you ever had, we're going to live that thing, and we're going to fulfill it. So when the day comes that we have to leave this earth realm, when we're absent from the body and present with the Lord, I want you to get a well done, my good and faithful servant from the Lord. And I want to make sure that everything he called and created you to do, that you have done it and you are done. 
Amen. So I'll talk to you next time on my next podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. God bless you and go be great.